This is a podcast from Rover. We've got a very, very, very special guest in the mm. studio today. Uh, Producer Alex, could you please let everyone know who is sitting in front of us? We have got Morgan, Morgan Penn, who is uh, the trainee sexologist. How are you going, give friend? I'm so good. I'm so happy to be here. Yes, you are a certified somatic sexologist, a pleasure advocate, sex educator, and co-host of the award-winning podcast, The Trainee Sexologist. I've got a question quickly yes. straight off the bat. Yes. Sorry, uh, I'm like a pretty great with this. What's a somatic sexologist? So a sexologist is someone who has studied human sexuality and yes. knows all about behaviours to do with sex and how to have a better sex life really. Okay. Yeah. But somatic, soma is the Greek word for body, so somatic is to work with the body. Mm. So whilst I can do just talk therapy I've also got qualifications to be hands-on and work with the body and that's wow. important, right? Because we do sex with our mind and our body. Yes. Well, it's only so much you can learn from a piece of paper, isn't it? <laughs> yes. That's how we you know, so hands-on job and apprenticeship. She is very great at creating the safe space to explore the self-love, sexuality, and find confidence to live a pleasure-filled life. Any questions to? Uh, oh, what's that? Any questions from me so life far, there, Mr. G? Oh boy, I mean, geez, it's uh, <laughs> at this stage. We'll get to that. <laughs> I've known Lee for so many years and he looks a little bit He's shy. He's so nervous right now. Yeah, I'm a little right bit now. shy. I'm going to get rid in a second. I'm going to get rid in a second. Uh, today is a Vagina Appreciation Day. Now, we haven't timed this We haven't timed this um, uh, on purpose, have we? No, we haven't. This is, it's uh, perfect. double whammy, whammy. But you've got, so uh, season one of The Trainee Sexologist has been, that was uh, number one podcast for 2020. Whoa. And uh, you are about to, well, now season two is out. Can yeah. we know a little, what does season two involve? Yeah, well, season one was really like following my studies and mm. I had to do so many wild things. And because I was working with the body, my fingers were going in all sorts of orifices <laughs> and learning what happens with nervous systems and things yep. like that. And so I was shocking Sharon Casey, who's the other co-host yes. on this yes. podcast, like weekly with what I was doing. Yep. And this time, you know, I'm qualified. And so I, I'm sharing a lot of stuff that I'm doing with clients. So this affects pretty much everybody, you know, the people that I'm seeing in my you know, office yeah. are the people that are just everyday people walking around the world that yeah. have got sexual dysfunction, libido issues. Yeah. Um, it's just like, yeah, it's, it's a way of people dipping their toe in and feeling like they're not alone. And, yeah. yeah. And yeah. So you've got to, you've got to practice now. So you're not the trainee sexologist anymore. The training wheels are off. You are full. <laughs> you're, you're in. I'm flying. Is that right? So yeah. what are some of the little, like things that you've had to do qualified, you know, orifices, things that you've had to, you know, touch physically and help. Are you allowed to? Yeah, or are we allowed to wait As long as you say no two? names, eh? What's some yeah. of the, so yeah, what are some of the... I mean, um, we don't want to make it weird and awkward because sex is completely normal, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Talking oh. about these things and, you know, the clitoris and the labia and the anus mm-hmm. and the, uh, what else can I say, the vaginal hole. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing so well. Are you looking at my vulva <laughs> cushion that I brought along? the vulva cushion. So... <laughs> Vulva cushion. Yeah. Mr. Lee. He's got all the bits. Show us the clitoris. Yes. Mr. Lee, point to it. Oh, yeah, you point to that. Imagine if I got that wrong. Yes. So, um, Morgan, in your first, um, oh, I like that. See, yes. That's the whole that. model of the clitoris. That's how big she is down there. See, I didn't even know that my clitoris was that big. Now, I honestly didn't. You I thought it was a little bean. Yeah. I thought it was a little bean. Yep. 
That's wow. the glands. That's the head wow. that you thought. But she's also got a shaft, legs, and vestibular bulbs. And these are similar to the men's testicles, these bits. Wow. They fully wow. engorge with blood. Learn you something every day, don't you? So that those two parts down be- below, which are called the... The legs and the vestibular bulbs. The vestibular mm-hmm. bulbs. So they are the. That's the area that fills up with blood, which gets you aroused, and then shoots on through to the nerve area of the clitoris, which is the bean area. You've got it. Yes. yes. And that, yeah, we've got about eight thousand nerves on that on the top of that the, the wow. head there of the clitoris. That's Sensei. why it feels so good. Wow, wow, wow. And uh, your podcast is out on Rover, Spotify, Apple uh, Apple Podcasts, and iTunes as well. And is that up now for people to? Yes. Yep. And wow. we've got, um, yeah, episode two coming next week. So it's Great. all go. Yes. This is fantastic. Today it is our Vagina Appreciation Day. First of all, Morgs, what can we do today to appreciate our vaginas? What can <gasps> the girls do or the, uh, the men who can appreciate their women's vaginas? How can we help? Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yes, I love that question. <laughs> yeah. Well, something that I'm very um, a big fan of mm. is... God, I was going to say pussy gazing. Am I allowed to say pussy gazing? Say whatever you want. Okay, that's right. All right, pussy gazing. I'm a big fan of pussy gazing. Um, So many people are disconnected from their genitals, and sometimes if you've got a partner, they know your genitals better than you do. So what I'm saying is today. Get out the mirror and have a good gawk down there because you're going to see all sorts of things. And, you know, you want to look with soft eyes and curiosity. Mm -hmm. Quite often we can be quite judgmental. Mm -hmm. But when you're thinking about the vulva, it is just huge with diversity. Some have got any outy labia and it's all beautiful. But Mm -hmm. we just don't see it depicted in like porn. Well, you hide them all away, don't you? We hide them all away. I always used to think... Boxes on, yeah. whatever, you know. No, you can't see that. I That's always the used one. to think that mm. the vagina was like a really ugly thing. Like, you know, really? like quite like, you know, just a little bit like, I don't know. But now I don't find it like that. I think it was um, through puberty when I, I remember in school, high school, actually, me and the girls, we were looking up vaginas on Google, thinking we were, you know, naughty and whatnot. And just thinking, oh, my gosh, vaginas are actually quite like not pretty you know um but as i've grown older i appreciate them so much more now for what they are and what they do and um they're more than just used for you know production i'm Mm. celebrating that for you because Mm. yeah it is a journey we get told that genitals should be shamed and put away don't show them to anybody so Mm. we do feel quite alone in it so Mm. we do go looking externally yeah um for that kind of stuff and we need to know what is are we normal and then yeah it's not for just reproduction there is like this is a whole pleasure Pleasure station yes (laughs) rocket ship bloody rainbows in appreciate about your vagina today <gasps> oh gosh oh my god the pleasure it is the Same. pleasure a hundred percent man yeah. and mm. because i've gotten to know her so well like i've yeah. given her a name yeah um oh, what's her name oh the, if you don't mind us asking oh well um i, I just call her yoni actually yes. yoni. i need a name mine yeah mm. um mm. and using the whole area you know because i used yeah. to be very clitoral focused but it's it is Rainbow's End inside as well. There she is. There she is. <laughs> that there colourful is. rainbow. <laughs> yeah. What do you appreciate about yours? Um, I appreciate that I like using my own hands or, think, you know, myself yes. rather than, um, and there's nothing wrong with using them, 
sex toys. So I appreciate that my vagina likes me and my hands and my sensual feeling rather than, you know, uh, you know, a sex toy. A Bluetooth and robot. And I would rather <laughs> do that than use a toy. Oh, yeah. that's right. I feel like nice. it's very, um, I don't know, lucky? Is that lucky? I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever works. What about your girlfriend's vagina? What do you appreciate about hers, <laughs> Mr. Lee? Well, it's, it's beautiful. It's lovely. <laughs> I, I love visiting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. I love getting, like, making it so awkward and fun. Um, so why should we be appreciative of our vagina and our genitals? Males as well, I guess. Yeah, I guess as a whole, like, they are, like we've talked about, a, a pleasure wonderland. Mm. But also it's, it's a part of us. It's just like... Um, you know, yes, reproductive health, all that kind of stuff. But it's like any other bit. We want it to be healthy and functioning in our mm. body. And, you know, there's so much stigma around like STIs. But to me, like I think about STIs like driving a car. If you're driving a car, a.k.a. if you're having sex, mm. there's always a chance of a crash. Mm. It's of just what you yeah, sign yeah, up yeah. for. That's exactly right. You know, yeah. so the health of it is really important. Mm. Get yourself checked out things like that. So that's another reason why we want to know ourselves well, so we know if there's any abnormalities popping up. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Things can pop up. Yes, um, they can. I had like a little bit of an idea mm-hmm. for like Lee. I know this is a little bit awkward. I love no, it. I like it. I like it. You like it. You like it a lot. So <laughs> we were going to I think I've got like three questions to bring to you. You might want to help me here, um, Morgs, and change it up. Yeah. As if so Lee's daughter, Gigi, she's oh, one, isn't she? Yep. She's done a year and a half, year, you know year what? and a half. Yep. In 15 years, oh. she could be coming to you and asking you all about sex and all about, um, you know, your genitals and what goes on down there. Yeah, that's, that's what's coming up. And we want to yep. know how you would answer. Oh, have you got, oh okay, yeah, I see I've what we're going to do questions. here. Gonna, oh, shit. I love this idea. Um, <laughs> well, I don't think she'll be asking this question when she's 15, 16, where do babies come from? But it's always, I find, what would you what would you say to Gigi if she asked you that? Well, it's a tough one. I could say if she was 15 or 16. Well, even younger, are, even younger, what would you say? Hopefully we've had the birds and the bees chat, right? You know what I mean? And I wouldn't even know what to say about that. I haven't even thought that far yeah. ahead. You know what I mean? But I'm going to yeah. have to sit down. I'll sit down and think, okay, so how are we going to deliver the birds and the bees chat? Because... The kids, are, the kids are getting more switched on younger and younger and younger. So they know something happens between mummy and daddy and then the baby comes out of the vagina. So I'm going to have to be honest. I think Which playing a straight bat. Absolutely. What do you reckon? Yep, no, absolutely. And I don't even really believe in the birds and bees chat yeah. anymore. I yeah. think if everything is normalised within the home yes. with, with body pieces and yep. what's going on, mm. You know, kids are curious and they will ask questions. Like mm. they'll even point at genitals and why haven't I got that bit dangling down? You know, those kind of things. And yep. the honest we can be with them, yeah. the safer they feel with their parents. And then mm. you become the person that they go to when they've got questions instead of Google, which God knows what they're going to find yeah. there, yeah. or their friends who who knows yeah. what they've been exposed to. Um well, I jump in just, the shower with her. I just, I, no, 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 I jump in the shower, leave the door open, and she just bowls in, just, just watching. Yep, and that's looking, great. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm like, okay, and she's pointing and yeah. stuff, yep. and I'm like, well, you know, why hide it away? Yeah, exactly. You know? It's mm. a body, and it's just about giving age appropriate answers, but the yeah. truth is always best. Yes, yeah, age appropriate like, answers. I remember my parents told me that um, they came from the belly button when I was younger, and I was like, <laughs> come on okay, now, come on, come on. <laughs>
<laughs> but as I became a teenager, my parents were very open with me around sex and yeah, things like that. And so, yeah, it's weird. Uh, yeah, kids thing. I just teach them the biology of your body. Amen. Hey. Amen. Um, Mr. Lee, yes. what would you say if uh, your daughter, Gigi, said, is my vagina only used for making babies, Dad? Oh, my gosh. What am I going to say to that? Um, what? Well, <laughs> is my vagina only used for making babies? Well, uh, age appropriate would be... She's, say she's she's 16 and she's she's starting to feel a bit more like adventurous in her sexuality, within her sexuality. I'd be kind of probably I'd be go, going, yeah. go and get daddy a beer out of the fridge and then go and find your mummy. And I'll come and listen to what Mummy has to say. I might run Mummy under the bus on that one. Yeah, yeah. But like, imagine like you know, like dads who are single parents and their daughters are just like actually wanting to know and figure out what this is all about. Yeah, I just I don't know how I'd deliver that. You know, it's tough. Um, You've got a few years to think about it. I think you can come up with something real good. You can give me a call. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly, exactly. Give us a call. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, what would you recommend in that in that scenario? What do you think would the direction should be? Well, I think it would be, I guess, one thing that is like the greatest catchphrase of all time is your body, your choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so whatever feels good for your body. Okay. So, you know, I, I think, you know, in sex ed, we need to be teaching about pleasure and orgasms and yeah. and things like that um, that don't really get taught about. We just yeah. get taught about like ejaculation and that normally means the end of sex. Yeah. And yeah. with ejaculation, we get taught all this fear-based stuff about pregnancies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Old school way of thinking, isn't it? <sighs> Totally. Archaic. So archaic. Mm. Yeah. So we want to be talking about pleasure, normalizing pleasure. I Mm. mean, we, we see kids actually, well, fetuses in utero they're touching their bodies they touch yeah. their genitals because it feels good yeah. and that's something that they will likely do throughout their you know childhood as well yeah, we want yeah, to yeah. normalize that so they've already learned how to bring pleasure into their own body yes. so it's just about cultivating just, that yeah okay well yeah. that's great man i'm learning heaps heaps and heaps yeah. and heaps yeah, it's great. Shit, yeah, you nice. want them to know that they can pleasure themselves and they don't have to look externally for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And like you want to be able to tell them exactly what it can and, and can't do, really. Otherwise, she'll just go and uh, Google Rebel it or ask her it. friends or something and it might not be 100%. That's right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm. No, great. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a question. Go. Yes. Dad, mm. why do guys like boobs so much? That's Jeez. a good one. That's a good question. <laughs> Um, I just think, well, guys don't have them. So if, we, if guys don't have uh, something, they've, uh, they're probably going to gravitate around something that they don't have and they love to uh, touch them. They love to. Why do you like to touch them? <laughs> they love to touch them and they love to kiss them. Kiss them? Why do they love to kiss them? This is going weird. Hey, that's true though, isn't it? Guys, uh, is this if, if I was talking to Gigi about it? Yeah. Because yeah. she's like, I like drink off, you know, I used to feed off that, those, and now Betty yeah. likes to kiss and touch them. Yeah. Well, they're not called fun bags. You know what I mean? We can't call them fun bags here. No, that's no, right. That's we can't right. call them fun bags. <laughs> well, if you're the breast owners, you could. You can. Yeah, yes, that's exactly yes. right. Um, it is quite weird, though, because guys, like, you know, like, why do, like, they're literally uh, a, a, a big, you know, area of tissue 
Yes. And they are circular, and then they have and nipples that's on them. And Very then it's sensitive. like, why do guys find these big, you know, yeah, things why is it? What is the attraction and to tissue it? And, mm. Well, there's obviously the psychology around the fact that the mother has nurtured, and so men, well, people can tend to feel quite safe around breasts, nuzzling. Wow. And oh, because of the, um, yeah, exactly right, because of your baby days. Totally. Right? Yeah, yep. I get it. Whoa. But, yep. then it's, but then it's purely because they have been sexualized by society to make money. Yes. Yeah. Really. B- bikinis and all that kind yeah. of, um, yeah, Whereas gotcha. Like our indigenous people used to walk around with their breasts out because that was practical. And God dang it, if I could, I would. Yeah, yeah. yeah So yeah, would yeah. I. I always say, I think the world would be a happier place if we all n- the clothes didn't exist. Yeah, <laughs> We were yeah. just naked. Yeah. There would be no judgment. But we'd have to have something warm for the winter. A happier, yeah. <laughs> we'd have to have something like on. You know, or something, you know, but yeah. then inside you take it off just yeah. like a hat. And we walk around naked and we're also happy and we have no judgment or, you know, towards any anyone's anybody else's body because we're all the same. It's and true, I yeah. see those shapes and sizes and bits and bobs every single day. Who would I mind? just wish. Preach, sister. Yeah. Love so, it. Then yeah. we wouldn't be so obsessed with sexualizing exactly. bodies. Yeah, that's because right. we just see it all the time. Exactly. Yeah, but they've monetized yeah. all that. We're getting really deep in it. Mental health so would we've monetized be all that too. with fashion. Yes. Um, everything. You know? That's why I've grown my underarm hairs because you know female bodies are political. You know, mm. unfortunately, and yeah, things they are like political. You're right. Yeah, and and things like razors, right? I mean, they were they were huge, like for men up until the 40s when all the men went to war and they weren't using razors anymore. Mm. So then they started shaming women's bodies so that women would then shave off their hair so that they could make double the money. Oh, crazy, ridiculous, isn't it? Isn't it? I know. Yeah, you oh. don't actually have to do anything that society tells you to do. You just no. do what you want. That's right. With yeah. everything. No, great. Well, thank you so much, Thanks for Morgan. coming in, Morgan. Such a pleasure. Thank you for having me. The Trainee Sexologist Season 2. It is out now. You can listen on Rover, Spotify, Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Stop it. Yeah. Thanks, Morgan. Thank you. Aww. Great, that was cool.